right. So uh, today, I want to talk about the Matrix, uh, particularly the movie, uh, the three episodes or three films in the Matrix trilogy. Uh, I had some intuition a few days ago that I ought to watch number three, The Matrix, the third. Um, I guess it's Revolutions. Uh, another time, I've watched it once or twice, and it the the dialogue is often very lame. <laughs> and in my humble opinion, the dialogue a lot of it is lame, and the special effects, the war scenes are just relentless and unending. It seems and it, really boring to me. Uh, but there's some very profound philosophy, and I had some sense that I ought to look at it again, uh, probably to develop some understanding which is still in progress, which I'll be presenting today, uh, which could be called um, 3D Metaphysics and the Matrix, um, Choice and uh, Determinism or free will versus causality. It appeared, more clearly to me, that you have many uh, clear polarities demonstrated in the movie. The movie is uh, very much about their density. It's very Gnostic in some ways. It's limited in its understanding of um, cosmology. However, it's useful uh, to give us a deeper understanding of 3D metaphysics, the movement from um, 3D recycling to harvestability to fourth density, the um, nature of spiritual transformation particularly by an understanding uh, focused on the, the difference between free will and causality. The difference between uh, being determined by past causes and versus um, deeper self-revelation, uh, making use of free will, seeking freedom by love uh, to achieve harvest, harvest out of third density, meaning freedom from 3D recycling. The first thing that struck me is that there are many interesting uh, polarities in the movie. You have the architect, you know, on the one you see you have the forces of causality, which is a, uh, of determinism, and you have the forces of free will and choice and freedom. This is one of the essential polarities of third density. Uh, on the one side you have the forces of causality and control, right? Causality, determinism, um, is of control. The movie surely is quite Gnostic, and the Gnostic teaching is uh, much greater than the Matrix movie. <laughs> All right, so let us not uh, pigeonhole Gnosticism into the Matrix trilogy, as some uh, people on YouTube or some researchers have done. The Matrix movie, well, Gnosticism is about is is 
uh, about much more than simply Demiurge and Archons establishing a system of control for humanity. Surely there is a system of control for humanity. However, that's the system of causality. That's determinism. Now, let me, uh, to, to set the table, uh, on the side of uh, control, the, the caste in the controller's community uh, begins with the matrix understanding of, of the source and uh, dux ex, dus ex machina, but particularly you have the architect, the Merovingian, his helpers, and uh, Agent Smith, or the agents. The architect, the Merovingian, and Agent Smith. As representatives of um, the forces of control associated with the source of that controlling system, which is not the source of creation. And this is where the Matrix Trilogy doesn't go beyond one portion of the Gnostic teaching. The portion of the Gnostic teaching, meaning, uh, you know, contemporaneous to the early Christians 2,000 years ago, 2,200, 2,800, you know, the few year, years before Yeshua and some years after Yeshua, you know, what is it, uh, 200 B.C. or 100 B.C., whenever the Gnostics were, I mean, there were some, you know, I did a whole series on Gnosticism. <clears throat> you can see there were many strains in Gnosticism, uh, but there was a pretty good understanding a few hundred years before Yeshua about Demiurge and the Archons. Demiurge is uh, the false god, the false creator. That's the architect. And his representative on earth is the Mer Merovingian and um, agents. Now, on the other side, you have the Oracle and Neo and Zion. These are the forces of free will and inspiration and, and, and choice and love. And so one gets to freedom by the choice of love. <laughs> nothing, nothing different than the raw material, right? The moment contains love is a reminder that we have choice every moment. And uh, when the choice is love, which is not I like, which is not, it's good, I like it. It is, I accept what is. I accept you as is. It doesn't mean I'm going to go along with anything. It's just the first step. You know, we can look into what is the choice that leads to freedom, That that is the way of transformation out of third density or out of lower triad blockage. Third density repeating equals... Lower triad, lower three chakras blockage. And that blockage is maintained by the determinist system represented by the matrix. You know, basically the matrix as the system of the architect under the guidance of uh, the source and deuce ex machina, you know, the big uh, god, pseudo god in the machine city. So um, I there's a website called. Uh, fandom, and it's basically, there, there are countless pages on all the characters and themes in the Matrix trilogy. Um, 
I can't give you the I'm looking working from about 10 links here I'm not going to give them all but uh, I can give uh, two one is the fandom link regarding the architect the other is the fandom link page regarding the Oracle so the architect uh, the architect basically is considered the creator of the matrix the architect is akin to the Gnostic conception of the Demiurge. Who's the Demiurge? The early Christians uh, considered the Demiurge, meaning the false god of this 3D control system, or the, or the 3D matrix, the notion, the, the, the basically materialist worldview and loveless, deterministic way of living that keeps being trapped in third density. The, the basis of 3D repeating being materialist worldview and um, a determinist repetition of old karma, right? Ra talked about karma as inertia. Inertia is the tendency of objects or bodies to remain in their current condition, uh, which may be movement or stillness, but it's um, continuance of the status quo. It's determinism. It's strict causality. It's not free will. It's not freedom. It's not choice. The, so the architect, as a stand-in for the demiurge, in the early uh, Gnostics, they understood it as the, as the jealous, angry Yahweh. Let's not fool ourselves. Um, and who's that? That's Orion. Duh. And so Orion, with the false Yahweh co-optation of the name, the name Yahweh, understood by the righteous Moses 3,500 years ago, as um, ultimately being a six-density confederation group. <laughs> Whether Moses, Moshe, knew or not that his original Yahweh contact was a late six-density extraterrestrial group or Godhead is hard to say, uh, but six-density confederation group like Yahweh or Ra, um, does speak of the one <laughs> speaks from the perspective of true source which is not the same as the god in the machine machine city or the architect and the whole system of control but the one original creator of all that's not presented in the matrix trilogy the matrix trilogy unfortunately is a sort of um it, it has a low as a ceiling that doesn't really go beyond 4D negative or 3D, 4D. The Matrix movie trilogy can be understood as uh, a symbolic passion play presenting uh, key metaphysics of third density incarnation and the polarities of third density that uh, either lead beings or facilitate beings repeating or facilitate beings freedom, ascension, harvesting, escape from third density, repeating to graduate to 4D positive, which is Zion. And so Zion, as the, you know, in the, in the fandom page, it's called the last human city, the only place we have left. Well, yeah, <laughs> the only place that 3D souls have as a true refuge from control is 4D, is 4D positive is the kingdom of heaven on earth, or ascension, or the entrance to the deathless. Yeah, sure. 
there is no eternal home in 3D because 3D is uh, heavily subject to causality. And so let's, I know I'm going around here and uh, <laughs> I just gave you 15 minutes of very heavy download, I would say. Let us um, proceed hard forward uh, a page on Wikipedia from, um, uh, from Wikipedia on the topic determinism. And this is the guiding philosophy of the source machine city in the matrix, its representation, the deus ex machina, meaning that strange entity in the third movie that forms a face and talks heavy. Uh, this is just a representation of sort of the 4D negative Borg, the Orion Borg that is dehumanized obviously, because it's without love, and it's without choice, and it's of controlling. Uh, this is the basis, this, it's the capacity for controlling humans, the Demiurge, Orion 40 negative, the source, the machine city, using the, matrix, the architect who makes the matrix, uh, within which there are agents to maintain beings' control, and there's a Merovingian who is a kind of leader or a code writer, controller, key controller in uh, the matrix system. Uh, on the, they are representatives of the fact of causality. Yes, there is causality. It's called the law of karma. Yes, there is cause and effect. But there's something more than that, too. That's called higher self. That's called free will. That's called the path to freedom. And that um, is accessed by the oracle. And so we have the uh, architect against the oracle. We have the Merovingian, who is basically the Illuminati bloodline family head stand-in, with his wife Persephone, who mythologically is the wife to, the, to Hades, the king of hell. The Illuminati bloodline families are the kings of hell. 3D repeating is hell. 3D, 3D under the control of the Demiurge or Orion is hellish. And one of the kings or one of the main kings is the Merovingian, a king of hell, his wife Persephone, which is the counterpart to Neo and Trinity. Neo is the new Neo can, the three letters can be arranged to be the one. Neo is the one that is new, whose partner, Trinity, <clears throat> like the Christian, you know, mythology or Christian teaching, the Trinity is a representation of the one. The Trinity and the one is the way, actually, to freedom. Which doesn't, and, and what ship does Neo take to go to Machine City to cut the deal with the source, or, you know, the Dux Ex Machina, Dux Ex Machina, to reboot the Matrix, to end the, the, the tyranny of Agent Smith, to liberate Zion. The ship that he takes is called the Logos. <laughs> so the One, which is a Christ figure, which is not only the outer savior, but the inner savior. The inner savior is Atman, his higher self, living in accord with love and free will. Uh, that one takes uh, the vehicle of the Logos, 
with his partner, the Trinity, to the source. In this case, it's just the source of the control structure, the matrix, which is basically, you know, I mean, it's not like we have to go to Orion to get our freedom, <laughs> but we certainly have to confront um, the source of, of repeating, the source of lower triad blockage, which is basically control, um, letting ourselves be controlled, being controlled by old patterns, uh, following the determinist causal uh, old karmic way, uh, remaining inertial, remaining inertial is um, remaining subjected to our tendencies of the past. So, on the page, Wikipedia, Determinism, Determinism, the side of <clears throat> the machine city working through the matrix made by the architect, uh, who's uh, one of the kings of the hellish matrix, being a Merovingian, uh, who in, you know employs agents like Smith and all the workers of the Illuminati, Illuminati or negative negative entities on earth that keep 3d so 3d souls repeating their um their light motif their guiding principle is determinism and uh karmic inevitability and yet that's not all that's going on here determinism is the philosophical idea that all events including moral choices are determined completely by previously existing causes there's only karma um, no, actually. Determinism is at times understood to preclude free will, meaning there ain't no free will, because it, meaning determinism, entails that humans cannot act otherwise than they do. It can also be called, excuse me, can also be called hard determinism from this point of view. So determinism is hard determinism. Hard determinism is a position on the relationship of determinism to free will. The uh, matrix to the one or the architect to the oracle the architect represents determinism the oracle represents free will through inspiration through trust and faith and belief and love that's the way to freedom and that is reclaiming our right to choose choose what choose freedom how choose love choose to believe and trust. Trust ourselves, trust love, trust goodness, trust that freedom can be achieved. Hard determinism is a position on the relationship of determinism to free will. The theory holds that the universe is utterly rational because complete knowledge of any given situation assures that unerring knowledge of its future is also possible. And that's um, a bit limited. Determinism is often contrasted with free will, obviously. Now, if we look at that page on the Matrix, um, actually not, it's the page on the Merovingian. The Merovingian says, you see, there's only one constant, one universal. It is the only real truth, according to him. Causality, action, reaction, cause and effect. And so the Merovingian, as one of the kings of hell, um, teaches, follows, is guided by, represents only causality, determinism, action, reaction, cause and effect, the only constant, the only truth, according to him. 
Meanwhile, he's a program too, meaning he's a fake, meaning he hasn't been freed from the illusion. He's not speaking from freedom. He's speaking from causality. And the view of causality or determinism is that there's nothing more than causality and determinism. But that's not true. They are liars. They lie to themselves. So the Illuminati, the negatives on earth, are I call the primary slaves. The negatives, 3D negatives, are the primary slaves. And repeating humanity or non-polarized humanity are the secondary slaves. The primary slaves are those who fool themselves and treat others the way they are being treated by Orion, uh, thinking themselves free, but actually increasingly enslaved. Now, Wikipedia also has a page on hard determinism. And I'll just keep sending these links and you can work with them. Hard determinism or metaphysical determinism. Now we're getting into metaphysics. Is a view on free will which holds that determinism is true, meaning there's only determinism, causality. The view of the Merovingian is the only true view. He thinks it is. And the philosophical determinists would agree. And that it is incompatible with free will which it, it is. There is some incompatibility, obviously. And therefore, that free will does not exist. Aha! That's the view of Orion. That's the view of the architect. That's the view of the Merovingian. That's the view of Agent Smith. That's the view of the Machine City. That's the view of 3D repeating. That's the view of karmic inertia. That's the view of lower triad blockage. That there's no free will. And we just keep doing what we keep doing because we keep doing it, and it endlessly determines future choice or future reality, future experience, we cannot be but what we've become by our choices. That's true, but it's not the only game in town. There's another game in town. Going on, <clears throat> although hard determinism generally refers to nomological determinism, meaning uh, a sort of associated with name, uh, the idea that all events and moral choices are determined completely by previously existing causes, precludes free will, humans can't act as they all do, it's not much different. It's um, e essentially hard determinism is determinism. Determinism is hard because it, it basically posits that there is no free will. Although it refers to that, da -da, it can be also a position taken with respect to other forms of determinism, right? So. There are many variants in the philosophical understanding of causality as all, that we're nothing but the, the causal logical result of sequence um, that can be fully known and fully controlled and future can be fully known and fully controlled, and that's the way of the matrix. That's the way of the Demiurge, the Archons, the Orion, 4D negative, the Illuminati, the New World Order, 3D negatives, they, you know, feel that they really can control it all. And Ross said of the negatives, they see the universe as that which should be put into order. Going on, hard determinism is contrasted with soft determinism, uh, which is a compatibilist, now we get real complicated, uh, a compatibilist form of determinism holding that free will may exist despite determinism. So there is causality, but there is also free will. Surely there's an experience of free will. Um, Ra talked about true simultaneity as the resolution of 
the apparent incompatibility of determinism and free will. Free will means I can do whatever I want. Determinism means uh, no, <laughs> you can only do what is logically resultant or in sort of a mathematical accordance with prior causes. <clears throat> and so there's soft determinism, there's hard determinism, there's compatibilist forms of determinism that hold, meaning compatibilist, meaning that these are different but compatible. Uh, holding free will may exist despite determinism. The reality is that these are not two things. The reality is true simultaneity from a higher self, timeless position, timelessness or a unified position or from the view of unified consciousness or self unification or realization of the law of one, that there is free will, there is what we call an experience as free will, there is what we call an experience as causality, <clears throat> they're not two, they're one. And um, you really, we, me too, <laughs> won't fully explain it or understand it until we're fully in unified consciousness. However, uh, to think that there are two that are compatible or that they are two that are not compatible is a delusive, delusory or mistaken. From the perspective of unity, there's true simultaneity and while there's an experience of past, present, future, uh, there's also the reality of timelessness. <clears throat> and um, we can basically not necessarily, exp I can't, <laughs> explain the metaphysical identity of free will and determinism. However, the looking into the philosophy of the compatibilist uh, forms of determinism, we get some sense about how people have thought about these, the, the identity or the integration or the relationship between what appears to be incompatible free will and uh, causal determinism. And so, next line, it's also contrasted with metaphysical libertarianism, the other major form of incompatibilism. So there's incompatibilism and compatibilism. <laughs> which holds incompatibilism or metaphysical libertarianism, which is basically holding that free will exists and determinism is false. Uh, the reality, as far as I can tell, <laughs> is that, yeah, there surely is uh, experiential and objective reality to determinism or causality. But it's not hard because there is certainly an experience of free will and absolutely beings free themselves out of the matrix absolutely and that's what the matrix trilogy fails they can see no freedom greater than a rebooting of the matrix which is really the end of third density and um, a new 3d cycle in which there'll be yet again more conflict between an oracle and an architect an illuminati merovingian with agents and a neo or a one that arises uh, based in the logos, based uh, in humanity, free will, love, seeking, you know, to liberate Zion and liberate humanity, or humanity liberating itself. Yeah, third density will will occur again, but there's life beyond the matrix. There's life beyond this uh, set of multiple polarities, this complex 
of multiple polarities is their density. There is life beyond it. And the Matrix trilogy, you know, God bless their hearts, the Wachovi, Wachovi brothers and sisters, whatever they are, they did a great job with the movie, but they don't really present much beyond um, 4D negative and 3D repeating. 3D metaphysics as influenced by 4D negative uh, and some kind of um, extra matricial uh, arising of a one. Because you see, what they don't understand is that the one is Atman, is the Christ principle. And in fact, at the end of the third Matrix movie, Neo, who gives his life to defeat the agent, Agent Smith, who was basically absorbing all the power of the Matrix, um, is clearly carried on a kind of bark, uh, light bark, B-A-R-Q-U-E, or uh, like the, the bark of heaven in Egyptian mythology, uh, as a sacrificial one to end the war. End the war, the war is ended, is the great call of victory at the end. But it's actually, uh, they themselves have... They've been liberated from the Matrix, yes, but the Matrix will reboot or reload. And the fate of those in Zion, which is very much like 4D positive, but it's not well explained. The, the, the community of Zion under the Earth in the movies uh, clearly looks like 4D positive, but it's very heavily bhakti, devotional, ecstatic, tantric, tantra yoga, bhakti yoga, a little bit of karma yoga, not much Raja Yoga, not much Jnana Yoga, not much, uh, you know, contemplation, stillness, depth, maturity, wisdom, very heavy love over wisdom. But sure, you can say that the Zion represents uh, not Israel, <laughs> not the Hebrews, but the true Zion, meaning those who follow um, the one, those that, that follow love wisdom and follow uh, the way of freedom and choice uh, in service to all, those who do the you know who 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 follow the way of righteousness, uh, the path that leads to rebirth, or rebirth you know out of the matrix, uh, the true Israel, the Israel of you know not a land or a people or not a genetic group, but those who um, you know love love and love truth, and seek to learn and grow and help. That's it versus control and determinism. And so, uh, it seems to me that surely we experience free will and we may, we do evolve and change and grow. And there is deterministic karmic inertia as well. Now, if we look into libertarian metaphysics, libertarianism, uh, we have another strange kind of page that link should work. Libertarianism is one of the main philosophical positions related to the problems of free will and determinism, which is the problem of getting out of third density repeating. It's the problem of um, escaping the matrix and the king of Hades, Merovingian illuminist control with their archons and their agents uh, under the direction of the architect, the maker of the matrix false system uh, the false system made by a false god, a false, you know, a creator 
that isn't free of free will, free of sorry, free of determinism. You know, the the architect also is um, stuck in determinism. And the oracle said he can't even see the result of any choice at one point in the third movie. The limitations of the view of the architect, the limitations of Orion, the limitations of 40 negative, still dualistic, obviously, you know. (laughs) The one is far higher and greater uh, and more free than uh, the Demiurge, the Archons, Orion, 40 negative. They're all stuck in determinism. Their free will is to remain enslaved to causality and enslave everyone else to causality, which is the system of control. But actually, the one which is our heart, <laughs> the, the green indigo bridge, the bridge from heart to indigo, is the way of the one, is the new, the eon, is the way you know carried by uh, the vehicle on the vehicle of the Logos, the one returns to the source, and frees those seekers from the false reality control system of the matrix under the demiurge and the archons, uh, which is the work of freeing from 3D repeating. Libertarianism, one of the main philosophical positions related to problems of free will and determinism, which are part of the larger domain of metaphysics, Western metaphysics, Western philosophical metaphysics, which is a bit non-mystical. In particular, libertarianism, which is an incompatibilist position, argues that free will is logically incompatible with a deterministic universe and that agents have free will and therefore determinism is false. (laughs) These guys are all children. So, uh, we experience free will, don't we? We experience causal determinism, don't we? Yeah, okay. So we're experiencing both of them. Their argument is... Since free will is logically incompatible with a deterministic universe and that we have some experience of free will, therefore there's no determinism. There's no hard determinism. See, determinism doesn't just mean there's causality. It means there's nothing but causality. That's also false. There's causality, but there is something beyond causality. And that's called free will. And that's called choice. And that's the path of evolution. However... Uh, one could argue that that's determined also. And as I've said, as we evolve, there is indeed an increasing um, freedom of willing. The, apparent, the experience of choice grows as the mind becomes more quiet and peaceful and spacious and um, in equanimity. So as, as we... As consciousness is more fully um, centered above the diaphragm, in the transpersonal, in the green, the blue, the indigo, in uh, appreciation of love, in appreciation of truth, in appreciation of unity and boundlessness and uh, the unity of metaphysics and physics or the spiritual and the physical, as we're more centered and and default dwelling above diaphragm again wherever leading with love leading with wisdom leading with love wisdom balance or um, truly uh, beyond dualism which is six so you can lead with love four over five lead with wisdom five over four lead with balance meaning you're still you know 
in the realm of the transpersonal, not yet out of duality. <laughs> the personal and the transpersonal, the personal below the diaphragm, the transpersonal, particularly 4-5, are still dualistic. Dualism ends in the law of one, six chakra, spirit complex, uh, awareness of uh, reality as unity, which is unified self. There's still some subtle dualism there, yes. Unity is duality, of course. <laughs> Meaning, the counterpart to dualism is unity. Uh, both of those um, are relative. They're relative to each other. Therefore, they are still of maya, still uh, of avidya. They're still of illusory um, appearance, not yet free of avidya, meaning basic ignorance, not yet free of consciousness. Yes, there is something greater than consciousness. Consciousness itself is dualism, is duality, is dualistic awareness. It's subject-object based so there's freedom from subject object subjectivism subjectivism is not finished yet in sixth density it's just that there's unified subjectivism unified subjectivity subject object is known as one that is known as subject the self is known as the one that's not yet true freedom but that is the one <laughs> you know we're moving to the one from the two to the one to the boundless so there's outer inner secret the outer is dualistic, the inner is unified, but inner-outer are uh, a, a pair that's dualistic or polarized from the perspective of the secret. Inner-outer secret, or outer-inner secret. The secret is the infinite, is, is the, the nature of infinity, or infinity, which is the nature of unity, and unity is the nature of duality. The nature of the outer is the inner, the nature of the outer inner is the secret. The nature of the secret is intelligent infinity, or the infinite, or mysterium, meaning the mystery, the boundless, the nameless, uh, satchitananda, you know, uh, pranava and om is the nature of the secret. Uh, so one is not finished with the path in sixth density, but this, uh, con this apparent conflict, this experiential conflict between free will and determinism resolves in sixth density. But they're not really free of it yet until they get out of sixth density. And so, compatibilist or incompatibilist, my sense is, yeah, there's experience of free will, yeah, there's the experience and an objective um, provability to determinism, and they are compatible. <laughs> They're just not going to be understood. That compatibilist perspective will not be understood until you're free of duality, until we're free of duality, until we can really understand that, that linear, or the, the two and the one is one. The two is one, and the two and the one is one, um, and the whole thing is really dreamlike. Uh, but surely there is an experience of free will and determinism. And the, the reality is that they are one. Uh, and so uh, free will is relatively determined. 
and determinism includes a relative experience of free willing. They're essentially one phenomenon of choice or mental mental process because it is mental you know it's all in your mind so uh, I had to do that no I can choose these are all samskaric they're all fourth skanda uh, volitional compounds fashionings fabrications thought form complexes in the mind associated with um, observation of the nature of our experience that whole thing has to be uh, wiped clean before one knows the identity of free will and determinism. So I would say I have a compatibilist perspective. Uh, so compatibilism is cool. And so, uh, but these interesting polarities in the movie, the Matrix move, the Matrix trilogy, these interesting polarities. Um, brought me to thinking of the essential polarity, which is, again, you know, causality uh, seen by the Merovingian as a leader in hell, which is the 3D repeating condition or the illusory veil. The illusory is the idea that, 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 there's on, that existence is physical only. Existence is physical only is not true. Um, those that are under the system of control believe as they're told. <laughs> the, you know, the primary slaves believe what they're told by Orion, the Demiurge, the architect. And so they believe that, as he said, there's only one constant, one universal, only one real truth, according to him, the architect, or the, the Merovingian under the direction of the architect, Causality, action, reaction, cause and effect. Causality is all they know, and that's why. And that that is ultimately their, the the system by which they control, seek to control. You know, they seek to control. If one is controlled, it's one's own doing. One may be physically controlled, and yet there's a higher metaphysical um, arrangement in play in which free will does operate from a higher level. And uh, so they can they seek to control, but the degree to which we are controlled is much more associated with our own free will. But they believe, you know, that they control by remaining controlled. They believe that causality, determinism, is the only real truth or constant because that's the way that they keep gaining power by controlling. They, they gain power by control, serve self, by, in accord with determinist philosophy or determinist principles, in accord with causality, in accord with um, uh, some kind of apparent um, inevitability that the future is made completely only by the past. But actually, it's not even true, because all along the way, people are acting, and those actions keep changing the future. Out of what? Well, there really is change and transformation, and that's all determined by the past? I don't think so. In fact, even uh, a very close analysis of um, 
phenomenal arising which show that there's continual input into that system beyond um, beyond the, pa the apparent past or it's uh, profoundly complex the system of inputs that, that generate phenomena but all they really want to follow and teach for control is causality and a kind of determinist view so you have the architect versus the oracle and who's the oracle well um, the idea is the oracle is the mother of the matrix uh, so she in the movies is considered um, another program but if we look at the wiki wiktionary uh, the word oracle comes from oraculum, or related to oraculum, which is a kind of pleading, or begging, or praying. It's a ultimately uh, to pronounce, it comes way back to the PIE, Proto-Indo-European, the um, etymologic, etymology of the word oracle. To uh, It goes back from os, which is mouth, to PIE Proto-Indo-European, which is a really a mythical, uh, common language core source source of all languages about what about three four thousand years ago, but it's associated with something that means pronounce a ritual, or worship and revere. So consult the oracle, is the one that worships and pleads by mouth, that does ritualistic pleading. Ritualistic pleading or prayer is um, is what brings is the root of oracular activity. The oracle uh, pronounces um, what has been uh, received by by worship by mental. You know, is a, a verbal pronouncement, verbal pronouncing, delivering, deliverance coming from inspirational um, contact with a higher spiritual source or an inner source. And that's basically the source of free will. The oracle supports free will. Even if uh, in the movie it's a program associated with determinism. It just means that even though um, our capacity for free will has is determined that determinism can keep changing the capacity for free will is not totally free and therefore the freedom of the free willing is not totally free because there's only a, there's a there's a limit to the perception of what i may will at any one point in in my experience of having free will to make a choice the choice of action or speech or thought is limited it's, I really perceive that I have choice, and I can perceive a few options. I can't perceive infinite options. Therefore, it isn't absolutely free willing. It's partial, partially free willing because of its deterministic input. It's, it's, a determined, it's a relatively limited free willing based in its being determinist, determinist product meaning we increase the freedom of our free willing in accord with determinist or, or causal principles over time. And that's why the oracle is a, part of, is a program, because even 
access to the trans uh, determinist or the trans causal. You see, determinism really, you know, I'm using it a little bit sloppy, I admit, for any hardcore British um, philosophers in the GCHQ. But uh, determinism really means there is no free will. Um, causality means there is, you know, causal action reaction. Clearly, there's causal action reaction. Clearly, I don't believe uh, in determinism because I, I believe indeed there is free will. There's an experience of free will, which is no less valid than a, a personal experience of determinism. It's all done by your mind, you know. And so, uh, free will is also causally limited or um, has its limitations based on the principle of causality. And that would again support some kind of determinist view that there's no free will. But actually, one does experience increasing freedom of will over time on the path. Sorry, there really is freedom from the physical. And sorry, there really is life beyond a physical. There is a metaphysical for all the intellectuals who are stuck in the lower triad, by the way. So there is something greater than the physical. There is something greater than free will or greater there is something greater than free will there's certainly something greater than causality and action reaction and determinism is patently false because there is transformation of um, freedom or experience of freedom over time but fourth density fifth density are only relative expansions of freedom anyway but the oracle represents the guidance for the incarnated Christ principle of the One. The One is Atman. The One is the Christ principle. The Christ principle that Yeshua embodied, we may say, even if he was late for the wanderer, the Christ principle is akin to Atman, is akin to Neo, who is the One, who consults the Oracle, or in a line with the pleading pleading resultant pronouncements of the oracle the divine ritualistic pleading received uh, offered then pronouncements of the oracle guiding the incarnated one to the source for the liberation of all those that seek it meaning Zion and the ending of the war the ending of the war is the ending of 3D incarnation or the ending of 3D recycling 3D is a war, <laughs> you know. And in Gautama's view, talking about the three Triloka, uh, the lowest is Kamaloka, desire loka, desire world. Desire is perpetual conflict, you know. It's perpetual dissatisfaction and endless wanting, getting, changing, rewanting, effortful seeking, getting or not getting, acquiring, changing mind seeking further, getting, not getting, struggling, all of that is war. The root of war is 3D repeating. <laughs> 3D repeating, 3D, you know, the, the continued warfare of Earth humanity is a sign of its 3D repeating. Duh. And so humanity, which is a particularly dysfunctional group of 3D repeaters here on Earth, um, do continual warfare externally because they're continually... Uh, at, in conflict with themselves 
because they're following causal principles only. They're, they remain karmically bound or inertial. They're, you know, not found the, um, the vehicle of the Logos to the source through the guidance of the Oracle, which is listening to your heart, to your soul, which is the, the choice of love that gains freedom from the machine city, architect, false, you know, determinist perspective of 3D repeating in which there's only causality, action, reaction, and uh, you're just fully determined by your past and can be nothing more, which is completely wrong. But that is indeed truly the way of um, the Demiurge, the Archons, the Architect, the Agent, the Merovingian, um, which represents the way of 3D enslavement. And so, uh, as to the Oracle, uh, she has such insight into human psychology, she has clairvoyant. And so this was basically the purpose of, you know, aura, oracular consultation is to reconnect, is for the one, the incarnated Atman, the, the, the voice, the, you know, for each of us, there's, there's the outer savior and the inner savior. The inner savior is higher self, and each one may save oneself. For wanderers, it's not about getting, you know, out of heart, out of third density recycling. It's about getting out of lower triad blockage. For the majority of folks here, it's a, it's also about freeing from lower triad blockage, so as to get out of 3D repeating. <laughs> you know, um, very few people will talk about this. If you hadn't noticed, that's why I don't, you know. I can't listen to too many other folks. I mean, I listen to some people. Everybody on my playlist I revere, you know, the ones that the sources I've consulted here. You know, Lin Chi and Tanisaro Bhikkhu and Gautama and Nityanan and the raw material and Ra, you know, and Gongsu, Confucius, and Ramana Maharshi. Um, those oracles I've consulted. And those oracles... Um, help to anchor the one or into this mind, um, align or harmonize the conscious mind with, with six chakra, <laughs> or bring the point of consciousness closer to dwelling in the six ray, in the seven chakra system, uh, so as to see clearly the principles of both liberation and enslavement and the way of moving out of a determinist karmic inertial bondage to 3D repeating and lower, tri block lower triad blockage to greater dwelling in the higher triad, you know, the upper triad, uh, green, blue, indigo. And the Matrix movie really shows that quite well. And the multiple polarities of characters on both sides, those that are bound to causality and have a determinist view and life expression and are of control and limitation, and those that are of um, the way of freedom and fanning the flame of freedom, free will. Freedom is free will, you know. 
we get to greater experiential freedom by following free will against simply karmic inertial repeating our old patterns. I'm always angry. I'm just this way. I can't change. You have to accept me just this way. I'll always be this way. No, that's all false. That's all deceptive uh, self-limitation. It's not true. And so these multiple polarities of the characters in the Matrix trilogy um, show us the two options. And um, I mean, the, the, really, the, sort, the, the it's a brilliant trilogy, frankly, despite periodic lame dialogue and excessive goofy special effects of monsters and machines. Uh, it's a brilliant, uh, dramatic pre- representation of the main processes uh, we're experiencing in third density. Uh, the two sides are clearly defined, and they're clearly mirroring. Uh, and you know the answer is to find the one within, uh, whereby we will see the one without. We'll see that the outer many is one by finding, um, you know, the, the the peak of the pyramid or the the center point of our being which is really six ray um, through the heart. You know, green, blue, indigo is the higher triad and um, the real god in the machine. You know, the real deus ex machina machina, is really um, Atman with its um, twin powers of green, blue, love, wisdom, reception, transmission, uh, feeling, knowing, um, being, doing, um, in the way of mind or awareness. Mind, being, receiving, mind, doing, knowing, whether it's speaking or not. These are the wings of, you know, the true one, which is um, our true identity, <laughs> which is which is Atman. And... Um, Neo showed that very well. So, here we are at the end of about an hour. Um, I hope this was helpful. And uh, this was my contribution. Uh, These are my test results to my proctors and my uh, elders who encouraged me to watch Matrix 3. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you very much for listening. I wish you all well and good night.